Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction Blog Talk Radio Show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Good morning, good morning, and happy Wednesday. Thank you for all joining in and listening this morning to NAPWIC Talks Wednesday. Again, I just have to ask you, I am your host, Jada Williams, and I just have to ask you to please follow, like, and share on your different social media platforms that you're hanging out with NAPWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction, this morning. Well, we know that we are closing out this 2020. And of course, happy holidays, happy Kwanzaa, happy New Year's. And we cannot wait and look forward to moving into the next year in 2021 being inspired. So thank you for joining us. Always, always head over to our website at www.navweek.org to engage with us and or check out how you can become a member. So before we go into today's show, I just have to give you a friendly reminder that yes, it is January, as I've already mentioned already in just a couple of days. So yes, this January 26th, through January 31st, NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction, we will have our red shirts and hard hats on in Jacksonville, Florida. Yes, so you can come and join us in Jacksonville, Florida for our national annual meetings. Now, this event is a little different because, yes, we are still living in COVID, and NABWIC We like to stay ahead of the curve. So you can go on Eventbrite and register for our annual meeting. You have the capability to register for on-site, in-person engagement with us in Jacksonville, Florida, and you can also hang out with us virtually through our virtual meetings. So head on over to Eventbrite and or our website um, to get ready for our national annual meeting. Yes, indeed. Okay, I'm so excited as I'm always am every Wednesday morning and then the New Year's is right around the corner and we are actually on our fifth day of Kwanzaa celebrations. So I'm just overfilled with joy up here in the studios today. 
So, moving right along in the program, we do have a pre-recorded show lined up for you. So, yes, again, go get your notebooks and your pen and take some great tips down from our leaders in NABWIC. So, let's go ahead and get inspired as we head into 2021. Well, we want to thank you for staying with us for this final segment, New and Emerging Markets. Where are Black women absent? Where are we? What are we doing? And so we're going to meet a dynamic, dynamic team as they come together today. I want to introduce Ann McNeil, who's the founder of NABWIC, and she'll tell you more about that. I want to introduce Kimley Naylor. She's the current president of NABWIC. And then we want to introduce Brenda Campbell, USSMC Corp. and the Enhancement Foundation. But I want to start with Natalie Jenkins, who's our millennial, coming out of a millennial sponsorship. We're going to start with you. We're going to give you the floor. Natalie Jenkins, tell us about you and Straight Jank and what it is and what you're doing. Hi, everyone. I'm Natalie. I'm so excited to be here. I've learned so much from all these incredible women in business. So this is so inspiring to me as a young business owner. Um, I am the CEO and founder of Strategink. We're a global communications firm. We support entrepreneurs, small businesses, and nonprofits with all of their comms efforts. So social media management, digital marketing, copywriting, all of that, how you communicate with your audiences, we help with it. Well, thank you and welcome. You're our youngest and we're so glad to have you. Then we, we can we meet Kimley Naylor. Can you tell us who you are, what NABWIC is and what you're doing? I'm Kimley Naylor and I am the president of the National Association of Black Women in Construction. It is an organization where black women are finding our space in this world of construction. It's been a great growing opportunity for me as the leader. We have brought on many new uh, marketing strategies, hard hats and heels, and we're growing and continuing to make ourselves visible so that our communities are reflective of us as we see redevelopment in our neighborhoods. And I'm honored to be a part of this organization. And we're honored to have you. And then we must go to the founder. I'm a founder, CEO, and you found the CEO. We have to come to the founder. Ann McNeil, how are you? Please tell us about your vision and what this NABWIC is doing and who you are. Absolutely. Ann McNeil, the master wealth builder, helping to build stronger and better lives and businesses. And as the founder of the National Association of Black Women in Construction, we are the voice mm. of construction, not just Black women in construction, but we are the voice of Black women and the construction industry. And that voice is based upon four pillars for Black girls, junior high school, high school, college, black women in the public sector, black women in the private sector, and then those of us who are actually in the industry in every area, whether we're in professional services, engineering, construction, laborers, and I always like to start with this, and this is a question for all of our listeners as we prepare to enter this conversation. Where else can a black woman go with five or six kids who did not finish high school and make 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 dollars an hour and don't have to wait for her baby daddy. All right. Nowhere else, nowhere else but construction. And what? I am Ann McNeil. Thank you. Thank you. So they're the voice and global black women, we are the voice and the choice for black Absolutely. women. Absolutely. So we're partners now. And <laughs> 
Actually, we want to introduce Brenda Campbell, our fourth panelist. Tell us who you are and tell us about USSMC Corp. Well, uh, good evening, ladies, um, uh, and our Honorable Sujay, okay, Ambassador Sujay, who is my partner, and I'm so excited for her. This has been awesome. USSMC is a management consulting company, and our areas of expertise are training, of course, professional development. Uh, we do have an IT and engineering side. Our company has been in business for 29 years. As of January coming up, 2021, of course, we will be in business for 30 years. Our mentorship, uh, we have seven young women right now who are mentors under our company. And we are working with them to uh, mold them and help them to reach. And our theme is helping small businesses to reach their unlimited potential. We have been in several uh, federal agencies, and uh, you can go to our website and see where we have been. Thank you. Awesome. So, you know, we talk about legacy. You, you know, you're going to be in 30 years, and Ann and Kimberly, you're helping hard hats and heels. I'm loving it. But Natalie, you are the legacy we <clears throat> prayed for. We prayed for another generation to be entering markets that we have not been. You know, Dr. Seuss, that great philosopher, said, oh, the places you will go. And so you are going places. So tell us how people find you. So I'm a boomer. I'm seasoned. When in January, there'll be 30 years, and I'll be twice that in January in terms of age. So how does the boomer find you, and how do we know that we have a need for what you have in terms of services? Sure. So um, you can find us at our website, www.strategink.com. Spell it out for us. S-T-R-A-T-E-J-E-N-K. So you'll know if we can serve you, if you've got a business, if you have a project or idea coming up, and you aren't sure how to communicate it to the right people. So that's what we help you do, whether it's online, through your website, putting together resources, um, digital content, anything related to how you reach the people that you want to reach, we're happy to help with. And she was extremely helpful. When we needed our first project, we needed to reach the Washington, D.C. area press. We put a member on it, and Natalie got it done. In construction, people are asking, how did, how did you come up with this concept? You know, we see in New York scaffolding, and we see male hard hats. How did you come up with this concept that we needed to be in the construction industry, and how did you start? I'm going to start with Ann McNeil, and then Kimberly, tell us what you're doing, some projects you're doing. Okay. Well, unfortunately, like many of the previous presenters that talked about God and, you know, being called, I was like, uh, I was like the prophet that ran. So Isaiah, Isaiah 6, 8, I ran from God for, in my 40 plus years of being in this industry, and God called me to do this, I ran for 15 years because I kept telling him, you don't know black women. And by the way, I am also a sorrow. And, oh. <laughs> and so, and so being, I have five businesses, five, and I kept telling God, no, no, you, you must be talking to somebody else. So he slow walked me down. Mm -hmm. And so 10 years ago, when uh, I read Isaiah 6, 8, and he said, you know, who can I send who will go for us and speak for us in my spirit, I had to, I had to surrender. And I said, here I am, Lord, send me. And so been in the construction industry, and I will share this with uh, your listeners. I have an undergraduate degree in accounting, a master's in finance. And in the 70s, when I went to a trade school while working in corporate and with a family, my friends laughed. I went to a trade school to learn construction 
because mm-hmm. my husband and I bought our first home. Then we bought the house across the street. Then we bought the house down the street and we started repairing homes. My husband graduated valedictorian from our university of Florida Memorial with a degree in accounting along with myself. I graduated, thank you, Lordy. And so I married up and my husband told me one day I came from work. He said, you know, if I had it to do all over again, I would not go to college. I was shocked. I said, what would you do? He said, I would go into construction. He said, think about it. These guys, they didn't finish high school and we are paying them more in an hour than you make in a day. So like I said, I married up. So that's how I ended up into construction. And Kimberly, what kinds of projects are you working on? Um, and, and how does it make us fiscally free, a construction industry business? Well, the construction industry is definitely the wealth transfer for women of color because we can get on board and the resources that we gain from this type of work that we can impact our communities. I've worked in Detroit, Michigan, uh, in building the Little Caesars Arena, our new stadium, uh, stadium that came this way, I think it was in 2017. And last year, our NBA basketball team came to the city of Detroit. They needed a new training facility. And I was, uh, my business was selected to be part of that mentor protege program to actually build and do the drywall finishing for the gymnasium and the offices that they have in their training center. So I've been working on some high-end products and I still work predominantly in the residential market. I just renovated a 1909 two-family flat Mexican style home. And um, I think the client spent over 260,000 on their project. Uh, and just made a beautiful home for someone. So we do the wow. models, you know, the remodeling as well. But I, I kind of got to fit into here. This at the end of each person that we say, wow, we say, you go, girl, and you go, because that is powerful. I'm going to come to our first partner. Before she, we even were fully incorporated, uh, Carletta Birch introduced us to a woman down in Virginia named Brenda Campbell. She picked up the phone, and then we started our Zoom, and we've been glued together ever since. Brenda, tell us what UC, USSMC Corp really does and how do we get the big money, the industries that we've been absent from as okay. Okay. Well, first of all, um, we have been in business, as I mentioned earlier, uh, for the third, you know, be 30 years in January, and we have been providing training um, to over 15,000 small businesses uh, on behalf of the SBA. We've also worked in the SATCOM uh, areas and industries. We've worked in the aeronautics industries. We've worked in the Bureau of Land Management areas. We've worked in uh, the Department of Treasury. We've worked in, um, oh my goodness, um, <laughs> U.S. Where's the absence of black women? Where do, where um, the, in the areas of robotics, in the, in the areas of SATCOM, uh, in the areas of also in the areas of train, not in training, but in the areas of research and development. We need more women in the research and development area. Aerial aeronautics, if you will, in the aeronautics area where you have NASA, okay, and NOAA in the SATCOM area. We also are talking about ter- terrestrial kinds of areas where you're working on uh, things for the NASA areas and engineering and also in the Department of Energy. Uh, we are looking for women to be more, act- more active in those types of areas. I love it. I appreciate it. So, Natalie, you just finished college a couple of years ago. Congratulations. So when you're going to school now, there are so many options. There are people with robotics and drones. And How did you land on marketing, and where, what's your niche? Sure. So I actually, when I was applying to schools, was very interested in both criminal justice and communications, which were like 
so different, but um, really it just came down to what my natural skill sets were in and where I felt like I could provide the most value with what I was good at. So I love writing. I'm a great writer. Um, I love communicating and helping people connect. So that's how I sort of landed on this marketing industry. And today there are so many opportunities in marketing, especially in the digital media space, which is where we do a lot of our work. Every day there are like in the world, 8 billion people, over 8 billion people are online. So no matter what you do, your target audience is online and it's important to know how to communicate with them. Okay. So that's how so I landed there. Generations, are you finding like your age group goes to an Instagram and our age group goes to a, what are you seeing in terms of the differentiators? It's definitely younger age groups jump onto like newer apps and platforms a lot faster than older ones. And I'm slowly realizing sometimes I'm in the slower group in some apps. So I have my teenage niece, I call her and I tell her when there's something new, I need to learn, send it to me so I can get on all the new apps. But there's so much opportunity for everyone in so many different platforms. I'm going to give a shout out to the FBCG family also today. But I'm going to ask each of you, if you had to, particularly uh, our founder and, and Kimley and Brenda, if you had to now put a winning formula together, many years on this earth, many years of experience, and particularly now in your industry, if you had to say A plus B plus C equals a winning formula for Black women today, what would your A, B, and C be? And no like and trust. No like and trust yes. equals the winning formula. Okay, yes. you want to elaborate just a little bit on that? Well, what I find, we host a billion-dollar lunch in NAVWIC for the last three years every month. And what I'm finding is that my clients are doing business with us based upon the no like and trust factor. They will go out of their way, regardless of race, creed, or gender, mm -hmm. to do business with those who they know, like, and trust. Love it. I love it. Thank you. So that's the K-N-O-W now. All right. Kimberly, what's your formula? A, B, and C equals a winning formula for Black women business owners. Know your value. Know your value. Know your worth. If you go into business without a real sense of yourself and know what your value is, you'll find yourself being undercut in the market, and you won't find yourself coming across as confident as you can to actually get the top deals. I find that many times because sometimes our corporate background, we might have been wounded. I call it raped by our corporate counterparts when we do all the groundwork, the grunt work. And then when it's time to shine, uh, somebody else gets control of the project. Mm. So going into business for yourself as a black woman, know your value, know your worth so you can hold your ground and say, I can deliver this product. I love it. I love it. Brenda, A, B, and C, what's the winning formula 30 years now in this business? What's the winning formula? Making sure that you understand the needs of the customer. Also understand that you must be prepared to do business. Also, as the young lady mentioned earlier about trust, it's very important to, that your customers trust you. And you, they trust you by the, the type of work that you're able to perform. If your work is top-notch and if you prepare your team members to be successful, then your customers will trust you. Your customers will trust you based upon the quality of your work and the quantitative efforts of your work. Because when you go into government and when you go into different organizations, they must know that you're able to perform. And if you can't perform, they won't bring you back. So the key here is to make sure also that you provide a cost-effective solution for your customers. Love it. You'll be able to ask questions as well. Put them in the chat box and also in the Q&A box. 
And at the end of the segment, we'll be coming to you. Have you failed before? And then how did you motivate yourself to get back up? Several years in business, different industries, different times. What made, did you fail or call it failure or did not succeed? And then how did you get yourself back up? And I'm going to do it one, two, three. We're going to do like popcorn. And then Natalie, you can talk to us also about being a new business owner, what you felt was not successful. A, B, and C. We got to do this like popcorn, like they say. And failed with trusting a partner that took a quarter of a million dollars. And I was able over the years to turn it around to be one of the best lessons I've ever learned. Wow. Wow. Kimberly. Uh, fix and flipping in 2008, when I got caught with a portfolio of properties that I could not finance, and I had to carry over $276,000 worth of debt on the brinks of uh, bankruptcy, uh, met with an attorney and an accountant, and we re-strategized things and uh, turned it around. So I didn't have to file bankruptcy, had to uh, release some of the properties, but I jumped right back into the construction industry from a more informed basic point of not to have too much debt in this, so that you can always float your business. And how long did that take to get back on your feet? That took a good six years. Wow. It where I needed it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Brenda, is there a time that you can remember that it was not as, as successful as you thought? And then how did you motivate and get back in the game? Well, one of the things that happened to me was similar to this young lady. We brought in someone that we thought we could help, that could help, we could help them. Since they helped us, we were trying to bring them into our organization because they were a former customer. And the customer that we thought was who they, you know, we thought if we brought a customer in, they would understand the industries that we would try to go into. Come to find out this customer went behind our back and was stealing customers from us. Mm-hmm. So you have to be very, very careful who you do, who you bring into your circle because your business is, is your livelihood. And so you have to be very, very careful who you bring into your organizations. You can't trust everybody in your business because again, that. you know, if you don't bring in the right match, that's critical. You've got to bring in the right match of people or people don't always have the best intentions. Nat- Natalie, you're new in the game, newer in this game. Is there a lesson you've already learned in your first couple of years? I feel like I'm learning a whole lot in my first few years, probably more than so much in my first few years. But I think one of my biggest lessons so far has also been about, you know, the people that you bring on projects with you and making sure they're going to stick with you through the end. Because sometimes I get stuck on projects where I've brought people on to help me complete the work and then you know, they don't finish it and I have to do all of the heavy lifting on everything. So that has been a huge lesson for me is making sure um, I bring the right people on. But I've gotten really good at it now. <laughs> I see you. Yeah, yeah you swab now. So <laughs> your reputation was on the line. And so you had to finish it correctly. So right. I'm going to teach you with uh, R. I, you know, I like alliteration. So uh, reimagine what came up in the last segment. Uh, reorchestrate, rebrand, repivot. What's an R that you're working on? A word that's with R is a research. What's an R that you need for your industry right now? Okay, Anne, Anne, please. I would say reinvest. I am an investor and a volunteer with the National Association of Investors Corporation, better known as Better Investing. And I would say reinvest in the market. Wow. Okay. Kimberly. Redevelopment. Uh, Look into your community and see where you can actually bring some solutions to your neighborhood, redevelop some uh, opportunities there in the community. I love it. Brenda? 
reinvent yourself, reinvent the company, reinvent the processes and procedures. Make sure you revisit your business plan to make sure that your business plan is aligning you with the proper protocols for doing business. Because when you first started your business, you had a business plan. And without a business plan, the people perish, if you will. All right, Natalie, what's an R word for you at this stage of in season of your business? I think my word is going to be research, which is one that you mentioned already. But especially in my industry, it's so important to stay on top of trends, to know what's going on all over across industries. So research has been really helpful, especially as a new business owner, doing lots of reading and research. Okay, we're going to get ready to come to a couple of questions from you. Please put them in the Q&A or chat box. So on trends, on research, I mean, we're, some of us are different seasons of life. Has there ever been a time when you said enough of this and that it's, it goes into your reinventing, Brenda, but have you said it's enough of this and I need to just switch to a whole nother game? Anyone here? Kimley? Well, I was in the marketing and communications background, Natalie, and uh, I reinvented myself as a construction license builder. So, yeah, there comes a point in time in life when you're trying to reach certain goals, you have to change the platform. And for me, it was going into entrepreneurship as a contractor. And well, going back to what Brenda said, every 10 years, I actually reinvent myself from hair, clothes, and the thinking in, in the five businesses. So uh, again, going from corporate into uh, construction, I would say that would be, um, you know, a mindset shift in the reading do that. Yeah, yeah. Brenda? I think um, reinventing myself is, is a very important thing because as I'm getting older, one of the things I want to be able to do is pass the baton. I want to be able to help uh, young women uh, to carry it on because somebody needs to pass the knowledge and the information to these young women. And I think because, you know, when we are reinventing ourselves, we also have to look at where the government is going, where these agencies are going, where our customers are going, what are the real needs. So you have to kind of redevelop your company. You have to go back and kind of see what are some of the actual needs. Even in our training, we have to keep our information updated so that we're able to provide the best quality information to our customers and the training needs that they may have. So yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's very, very important for me. Yeah, I was in the diversity end. And so our current resident at 1600 cut out diversity training. He was like, no, no government people can do. So I had to totally reinvent because it meant that I couldn't get that contract. So you have to reinvent. So life happens like that for us. I have what we call the D-smog principles that I've come together with. It's where fog and haze come together. That's called smog. So I think Black women have to have D-smog. You have to digitize, energize, strategize, monetize, organize, go globalize, and glamorize. Which letter stands out for you the most? D-E-S-M-O-G-G. -G. Digitize, energize, strategize, monetize, organize, globalize, and glamorize. Which letter are you working on right now? Natalie, and we're going to bring this to a close in the next two minutes. What's your letter? I love digitize because that's so much of what I do. And also strategize. Those are those are my words. <laughs> I love it. And monetize. All right, I'm with you. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> well Kimley. Uh strategize and monetize. We're doing some new strategies to keep the money flowing. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and Brenda. Same thing. Monetize. 
the same things that they have said, monetize, strategize, and what was the third? It was another one that I organize heard. Organize or glamorize. But you say organize? Organize, globalize. Oh, and glamorize. definitely you have to stay organized. Yes, okay. ma'am. I'm decluttering as we speak. So you have a course coming up because you help prepare people to do business in the government. You have a course coming up at the end of uh, January. What's your course and how can they reach it? Okay, uh, they can they can reach us on www.ussmc corp and uh, under the partnership with USSMC and GBWCC, there is a course that we are helping women. And let me give you what on January the 26th, we're preparing your business to do business. We're preparing your business to win contracts and grants on Tuesday, February the 2nd from 2 to 5. All of these are going to be from 2 to 5. And the last one is finding where the contracts and grants are. That will be on February the 9th. And we'll do all of this for $250. And we hope that you guys will come because you would not get all of this kind of information for $250 for three sessions. Okay. So you're, investing, you're investing to make more money. So that you're, you're investing to make more money. Got and it. you're going to make more money than you are going to invest in this. Ann and Kimberly, what do you have coming up? In your future, I know you just did a retreat for high-end women, which we also do. We're going to partner on that in the future. But are there any courses or anything if people are interested in coming into the construction business and they're Black women? Where can okay. they go? We have two courses uh, coming up on December 12th. We are actually going to be doing stress management. We realize there's been a lot of activities, so we talk about self-care, stress management. Um, and that's going to be December the 7th from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And then in January, we host our annual our meeting. So we'll be having our annual meeting in January. We're going to be in Jacksonville, Florida this year. And that's January the 27th through the 29th. All right. My birthday falls right in there. January 29th. Come on down and party with me. If anybody wants to know where I am, I'm going to be in Florida. Last <laughs> word, Natalie, do you have anything coming up? Yeah. So actually today I've just made available a new guide um, it's on my website, strategings.com, but it helps experts translate their expertise into digital content. Um, so it helps you form a process for how to reach people that you want to communicate your expertise to. And that's strategings.org or com? Dot com. Dot com. So I thought you said new guide, G-U-Y at first. Oh. <laughs> I need a date, but you said new guide. Okay. So if anyone wants to give me a date, you can find me at our National, Global Black Women's Chamber of Commerce. But I want to thank our panelists, Brenda Campbell, Unlimited Consulting, Ann McNeil, Kimley Naylor, and Natalie Jenkins. You're fabulous. We have to have you back when we can do a whole show with you guys. But thank you so much. We wish you a blessed and happy holidays. And now we're going to hear from Cynthia. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day.